Welcome to the Pusher Pivot Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to trust yourself in the crossroads of life. I'm your host, Thea Charles. As a life coach, I know that when you put fear aside and trust yourself, you'll know when to push through adversity and when to stop, reassess, and pivot. I believe magic happens whenever a pusher pivot story is shared. And that magic is exactly what you'll find here. My guest is Ikiwa Aire. She is a self-published children's book author, and we talked about her push to create her book and what drove her vision to write stories for children. Welcome, Kiwa, to the Pusher Pivot. I am really, really excited to talk with you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kia. Yeah, my pleasure. I am. I know this is going to be a great story, but before we start, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay, sure. My name is Ekiwa Aire. Uh, I was born and raised in the city of Benin, which is in the south central region of Nigeria. 14 years ago, I moved to Canada to pursue my MBA. As a kid, I loved um, poetry and writing. I even co-wrote a book just before I graduated high school. After high school, moving into university, coming to Canada, I got caught up in the corporate world and in getting um, bills paid. I went into finance, migrated into IT. I am currently a data engineer by day. But uh, things changed when I had kids. I was raising them in an environment that I hadn't been raised in. I noticed the differences between my childhood and theirs, the lack of diversity, I tried to make up for this by doing various things, including strategically buying books to boost your sense of self. It was in doing this that I noticed that while there are a few books out there on Black history, there was literally nothing that I could find on African history. And this is where the idea for my book was born. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about your book. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you say your crosswords was? I, um, I spent a lot of time researching. So it was between the time that I said, oh, I should write a book and then actually doing it. So I think I spent three years saying I should write a book and I got really caught up in the research aspect and just every day nipping away at it little by little. I remember to this day, it was a Sunday and my husband and kids had gone swimming. I had the house to myself. I was on Instagram doing nothing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get this book off of my to-do list. So I sat up and blasted out a few pages of my manuscript and I was done and done. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start looking for an illustrator. Mind you, I had no clue how to create a book. I just write it. I just, I just thought you write a book, you illustrate it, you print it, you're an author. And that was the end. So I went on Upwork, shared my manuscripts with a few freelance illustrators. I remember it was one of them who was quite frank with me and told me that my manuscript really wasn't ready. It wasn't anything. It wasn't close to anything she'd ever seen. She'd asked if I'd shared it with an editor. 
And this was the first step in a long, long journey of learning how to self-publish. It was mm-hmm. taking many missteps, correcting myself as I went along. I did eventually find an editor and I worked some more in my manuscript. From there, I finally got an illustration and got the illustrations done. And I never looked back since then. Um, at some point, though, I think my goal changed. Initially, I just wanted to get writing a book off of my to-do list. Somewhere along the line, I fell in love with it and it became my baby. I wanted to give it its best footing in the world from the quality of the book to the launching, to the marketing, to the branding. I took courses to ensure I was doing everything right. And if there's one thing about me, I'm the worst kind of introvert. I'm extremely quiet and private. And in trying to market this book, I learned that I need to put myself out there more, you know, take Mm -hmm. pictures of the book, do podcasts press releases, mm-hmm. author interviews. And so when it was suggested to me at first, I bulked. I'm like, what? No, my picture. Oh, no, who's interested in me? I'm not a celebrity. But in reaching out and putting myself out there, I'm shocked. Like, even you responded to me. So so here I am. <laughs> yeah, that's something that comes up a lot, that when you realize that marketing and whatever it is that you're working on, it's really, you're giving of yourself. Yes. And it's yeah. such a different... It's a different way of looking at things. I'm curious, how did you keep yourself pushing through like learning about all the different parts? Like, were, was there ever a time where you're like, I don't know? <laughs> and I think every day I, I'm still like, I don't know. But I think it's it, a bit of it is my personality. I don't know how to give up. I am constantly tweaking and tweaking. And if something is not working, Instead of giving up at it, I just tweak it. Not everything has worked the way that I thought it should work, uh, but I'm just tweaking as I go because it is my baby. Even my kids, I'm scared to talk about this book in front of them. They're like, are you working on the book again? I'm just constantly working on it. I'm passionate about it. And I think think that's where it is. It's the passion because – I'm a pivoter. I've pivoted a lot in my life. I've tried even photography. I've tried quite a few things. And when they turn out not to be what I thought they would be, I found myself pivoting or being like, if I'm not enjoying it, why am I wasting my time with this? But with this book, even the trials and even in the launching and the publishing and the marketing, even though not everything has gone the way I, I wanted it to, it's just like with your kid, even if they're not exactly the way you imagine motherhood or 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 having or being a parent to be. It's not, you can't just throw them away. It's my passion now, and that's what keeps me pushing. Have you been inspired by the stories shared on the Push or Pivot, but feeling a little stuck at your own crossroads? If only there were a guide to get unstuck. Well, I've made one just for you. Six steps to help you recognize what is keeping you stuck and push you out of your rut. You can access it for free on my website, theorenell.com slash rut. That's T-H-E-A-R-E-N-E-L dot com slash R-U-T. And it's also interesting how this is something that you've done before, you know, like going back to something that you've worked on, you know, like 
because you mentioned that you had a book before. So just yeah. that's yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. what's your book about? Uh, my book is about an ancient African queen called Edia. Um, she lived in the Benin Kingdom, which is where I am from. She is quite well known. Uh, she was the first in her kingdom to go to war for the kingdom. She was spiritual. She was a warrior. She was a dancer. And she, her son made a mask out of her image when she passed away. And this mask um, is sitting in the British Museum right now. It was referenced, actually, I think, in the movie Black Panther. And this mask has become a symbol of Africanism. Whenever you see someone that's trying to show that they love Africa, I see them using the mask. The T-shirts made out of this mask, hats made out of this mask. But I don't know that everybody knows who this person is or who her story, what her story is. And not everything is known about her. Um, but I think that the fact that not everything is known shouldn't, shouldn't mean that we don't know that she existed. So I took the facts that we have about her, that she was a warrior, that she loved to dance, and that she was quite mystical. Um, and I put that into a story that just introduces her to kids. And I'm hoping with my book that when the four-year-old, a five-year-old, a six-year-old reads this book, it doesn't give all of the details. It tells you who she was. When they're 10, they're more likely to go on the internet and find all of the details about African history and who we are and where we came from. I love that. And I think it's so important for people to see themselves in a story. Yes. And that that is something that's lacking a lot because a lot of times you'll hear things like, like I can think of books that my own children have, it ends up being about um, civil rights mm -hmm. or, you know, like all the things before, but we don't ever have African stories with African people yes. being great. Yes, yes. And it, it also teaches Africans that before the history was marred, you were, we are still great, but we, it's not like we came from nothing. We were yeah. great before this little, this not little, this blip in our, in our mm -hmm. history. Yeah, I think that's fairly important. And yeah, it's, I think it's just really awesome that you're doing this. Um, are you going to stop there? Do you have others? Oh, yes. So I'm already working on book two. Um, book two is on another um queen in Zinga. She was quite feisty. She located, she was, she lived in what is now Angola. She was, she is a symbol of the fight against slavery. She, she fought against the Portuguese and she, she dedicated her whole life to fighting against slavery. And really it was only after she died that slavery really took hold and went haywire in Angola. Good, she's a good story as well. And I'm hoping to release that book in January. Awesome. I'm hoping to write. And it's now that I see how much work goes into it. When I started, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many amazing Africans in history. I'm going to write 100 books was my goal. It's still my goal, but it's a lot of work. I read a lot now. I would like ideally to saturate the market with uh, impressive stories of Africans being great before colonialism. Yeah, oh, I love it. And 
I love like strong women stories too. Strong women and strong men. There are few men yeah. that think great things as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Oh my goodness. So when's the book coming out that you're writing currently? Or is it it's already currently out? available for pre-order. Okay. It's, I would, the books are on their way to me right now. They should be here end of November. And I would be shipping them out first week in uh, December. Ah, great holiday gifts. Yes, but the timeline yes. is so tight. So hopefully oh. it works out. <laughs> I've already have decided, I'm buying one for my niece. I've already decided. So. Oh, great. And one for us here. We'll have a copy here and she'll have a copy. Because I, you know, just the illustrations are beautiful. I mean, I've, I've been looking at it and it's just like, oh, this is going to yes, be so that's awesome. that's the thing with the illustrations. The illustrations it took so long to find somebody who could illustrate African characters. It mm. was, and you know, there is the saying that we're all the same. It's just the skin color, but we're really not all the same. My features are very different from a Caucasian's features. So you cannot, for a lot of the illustrators, they would give me someone that looked Caucasian, but they just shaded the person brown. So it took me months. It took me so long to find an illustrator that could illustrate African characters looking good because a lot of a lot of times they looked caricature. I wanted the illustrations to be a celebration and even the book to be a celebration of of black history and African history. Beautiful. It must be so rewarding to see your vision come to life. I am so, I can't believe that I did this. I'm very awed. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful book and I'm very proud of it. Me too, I'm proud. (laughs) Um, What piece of advice would you give somebody? I would say just get started. You'd figure it out. Mistakes are the most effective teaching tool. In my journey, I made a lot of mistakes. Some have been quite painful, but I've taken them all in good stride and I've learned a ton of them. And I have what I wanted at the end of the journey. And I would also give one more piece of advice, which is you should keep pivoting. Keep pivoting. There's nothing wrong with pivoting. And then when you find your passion, you push. Love that. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, how- pivoting, quitting, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think, you know, I think it takes a lot to stop and reassess and really think about what is it that I actually want? What am I doing what I want to do? What's my passion? Or am I doing what I think I should do? Like the path that's already been made for me. And yeah, yeah, I mean, for myself, you know, just sharing for myself, I always felt that work had to be hard, you know, like it's got to be hard work. You have to do this, but really the zone of genius that you have is the thing that comes so easily. Like when you just sit down and write a book and it's like, I can't sit down and write a book. And I just love to be able to read someone's book. You know, like when you have your, your thing, you just bring so much to everybody else. Even with my kids, I do the same thing. I like to instill discipline in them, Mm -hmm. but after some time, you just know that it shouldn't be this hard to get them to do this. If they're, complaining all the time this is not for them let's move on mm-hmm. what's the next extracurricular activity we'll find your passion somewhere. yes yes that's great great advice 
Uh, so how can people find you and find your book? Uh, my website, www.our-ancestries.com. From there, you can join my mailing list. I give out free activity sheets to parents looking okay. to teach African history. I also have a blog where I'm constantly sharing about African culture and history. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, where I do the same thing, spreading the word on our beautiful African history. What again is the name of your book? Oh, yeah, that's I missed that. Idia of the Bidding Kingdom. Beautiful. So, everyone, look for that book. It's beautiful, so beautiful. And of course, we'll have all of your links in the show notes so everyone can find you. Nikiwa, I just want to thank you again for being on the Pusher Pivot. This was a pleasure. Thank you for this platform. My conversation with Akiwa made me reflect on what we can all do to boost our sense of self. She also made me think of the importance of not letting time stop you from achieving your goals and passion projects, just taking one step at a time and letting the steps snowball into becoming the person you want to be. Think about your own goal. What's the first step that comes to mind to achieve that goal? Like Akiwa, don't let the steps that you don't know stop you from taking the actions you know will push you in the right direction. Thank you for listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button and please leave us a review. To learn more about this show and to access the show pivot.com. I'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts and takeaways with me on Instagram at Push or Pivot. Thank you for listening and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.